0: Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now, here is your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton.
1: Thanks for joining another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. It's John Cutton, your host. Hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, We've got another treat for you today. My friend Joe Greco did such a nice job on uh, our last podcast um, that uh, after listening to it, uh, he had some additional questions for me as it relates to leadership, uh, some of the things that we've successfully done inside of our wealth management business and have helped other advisors do. Uh, And we both thought it would be super productive to kind of get into a little bit more of the weeds uh, and see uh, see if we can help some folks build uh, a little bit of a better leadership culture. So Joe, uh, a repeat offender now. Maybe you could say a quick hello to the audience and, uh, and we'll get into things here.
0: Yes, I am back. It's great to be here, John. I thought our last episode was great. We actually got a lot of uh, great emails and comments about it. So I thought that was awesome. So yeah, I'm happy to, to delve a little bit deeper with you here, specifically about I think the EOS system was something I would love to learn more about. So
1: let's get into it. Sure. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, Joe, when you talk about the EOS system, um, what 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 exactly would you like to hit? Yeah. So I know, you know, John, on our last podcast,
0: you mentioned utilizing EOS and that system that they built, uh, specifically the Vision Traction Organizer, which I know we call the VTO um, in our business here, to create an intentional leadership structure. So can you elaborate on that? Um, You know, I know when you sometimes use acronyms and EOS may be foreign to some advisors, Um, you know, delve into that a little bit, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I think we could probably reference uh, one of our old episodes as well, where we talked uh, some about EOS and uh, we actually had uh, EOS Implementer on uh, at at some point as well. So uh, we could probably put that in the show notes. But yeah, so the EOS uh, stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System and um, the VTO stands for the Vision Traction uh, Organizer. Um, And uh, there's a book that is actually called Traction, uh, which basically uh, explains how the EOS system works that I'd highly recommend uh, everybody consider uh, uh, buying uh, and reading. And I actually think there's also a book, uh, I, I might get the name wrong here, but I think there's actually a book that's called EOS for Dummies uh, as well, which is the one that uh, that I should probably read. <laughs> um so you know when you think about, I like to just point out the obvious sometimes. So you know when you think about it, most financial advisors, business owners in general, whether it be, Uh, You know, uh, someone who owns a law firm or an accounting firm or an engineering firm or, for that matter, a doctor, you name it, right? For most of us that are small business owners or financial advisors in general, um, we didn't get into the industry to be a business owner or entrepreneur. We got in the industry because we thought financial planning or investments or helping people was of interest, um, or we thought that being a doctor and being able to help people was of interest, or we thought being an engineer and building, you know, uh, buildings or bridges or whatever it may be. And then, if we're good at it as salespeople, right, and good at our craft and at servicing clients and giving an experience, what happens is you become successful enough that you're then forced to hire people. And then all of a sudden, you're now in the business of being a leader or a CEO, and you've got people in an organization that you need to, to depend on and grow and teach if you want to thrive. Now, the issue is, is we didn't go to school to be an entrepreneur, and we didn't go to school to be a leader. So again, I like to make things really simple. What the entrepreneurial operating system is, is just what it's, the three words mean, is it's actually a system to teach entrepreneurs how to operate. And what we've learned from what I've learned uh, from one of my coaches, Ray Kelly, is he calls, he says that as, by, by definition, right? What we wanna do is we wanna actually create a system and a system is defined as something that you build where you don't take discretion At the operating level, it's a process, right? A process is something that you just follow the steps. And because you follow the steps, you'll get the desired outcome. So what's amazing about EOS is they figured out the steps. Doesn't matter whether you sell widgets for a living, financial plans for a living, or ice cream. It's designed to help a business ultimately grow. Um, so I wanted to just give that as an overlay because I don't know that our entire audience completely understands that. And then when I think about the VTO, and we go back to the last podcast, Joe, you know, one of the things that we talked fairly extensively at the last podcast is being able to have a vision, right? And again, it's it's a the vision tracker organizer, right? So being able to have a vision that is compelling, that is worthy of your employees' best efforts, right? And we talked about that in order to have a vision that's worthy of your followers' best efforts, it's really important to have core values that resonate with your followers it's also important to not only have a core value, but to have a vision and a mission and to have a 10 year plan. Um, So what the VTO is designed to do is basically to work backwards, right? So it's first to start with, well, what is the vision of the company? What is it that I wanna do? So in my wealth management business, We wanna become a leadership development factory. I talked about that in the last uh, podcast. And our mission, right, is to help our clients to create confidence, simplicity, and success, plan for the certainty of uncertainty, right? So we're really clear on what we want to do. We've identified what our core values are as an organization. Inside of Cut and Wealth Management, those core values are leadership, family, integrity, grit, and gratitude, right? That's that's what resonates with me. It's what resonates with the leaders in the organization. And it's what resonates with the employees in the organization. And again, we communicate that and we talk about that 10 times more than you probably think we should. And I probably think we should. But in doing that over and over and over again, what happens is it starts to build and create the culture inside of the organization. So, to kind of tie all that together, Joe, what the VTO does is it creates a process for any business owner to follow a system and create a mission, vision, values, which we've just talked about, and then to create a 10 year plan, which is really hard for people to do, Joe, and to go, here I am, it's 2023 what is this business going to look like in 2033, right? So if I fast forward 10 years from now, what will it look like? How will we be helping people? How many employees will be in the organization? How will we charge? What will the value proposition look like? What type of services can I imagine in 10 years that we're gonna provide? What will I be doing with my time? what will the gross revenue of the business look like? What will the net revenue of the business look like, right? 10 years goes by quick. It's only 40 quarters, right? When you start to think about it. And then what it does, Joe, is it teaches you how to work backwards. So if I know where I wanna be in 10 years, right? I gotta work backwards and go, well, where do I wanna be in five? And where would I need to be in three in order to actually get myself to a point that I can be where I want to be 10 years down the road and ultimately bring that bigger vision to life, right? And that's ultimately what the whole VTO is designed to do. And I'll just give some tips, right? In doing this before and helping other people through it, what I found is almost 100% of the time, the person who's doing the VTO for the first time and looks at where they want to be in 10 years aims way smaller than what reality is, meaning they can't see because it's not natural to look out into 2033 and say what this thing is going to look like. So here's what I'd ask our listeners to do. I'd like you to go. Here we are. It's 2023. I'd like you to go back to 2013. 2013. And if you've been in business that long, if you haven't, it'd be hard to do. But if you go back to 2013, what did your business look like? What was your revenue? How many people worked in your organization? What did your process look like compared to today? How do you use technology compared to how you might have used technology today? So when you actually look at all of those things, what I've found is most advisors, most business owners... Aim way, way, way too small, okay? So um, there's a process of how you look at this, and I've gone through in my organization, um, my wealth management business, we actually have uh, you know, different, we call them beachhead leaders. You can think of them as regions, right? And I went through this exercise a couple of years ago with my beachhead leaders. And as an example, you know, if a beachhead leader had a business that was doing 2 million in gross revenue, had four employees in it, not including themselves, when they looked out in 10 years, they were saying things like, well, I hope I'm at three and a half million of revenue and I have seven employees, right? And you know what I think I was able to help them do is think bigger, right? And go, well, if we execute small, what can that business look like in 10 years if we have a compound growth rate, including inorganic growth in some cases, meaning, mergers and acquisitions in the wealth management industry and just plain old organic growth or building CPA partnerships. If you can see it and if you can dream it and you can believe it, eventually you can build a process in small little steps that will actually lead to you reaching that much bigger goal, right? It's also a program out there that some of you might be familiar with called 4DX, right? 4 d 4D- the the letter DX, and 4DX uh, calls them WIGS, W-I-G-S, and WIGS stand for, I think it's wildly, what does WIGS stand for? Wogs, Wigs, it's wildly uh, impossible goals? No, I forget, I actually forget what it actually stands for. Do you know, Joe? I think it was important goals, but I'm not sure what the S stands for. I'm a big fan of the B-Hag, big, hairy, audacious goals. That's yeah. I mean. There's a lot of acronyms, and and uh, it's late in the day, uh, as you know. But anyhow, you get you get the idea. Um, so I wanted to hit those things, though, Joe. As I as I think about the VTO, and then to bring it back, right? You've got that big 10 year vision, right? You bring it down to five. You bring it down to three you understand what the keys are, the strengths of your business, the weaknesses of your business, right? What what kind of differentiates you as part of the process as well, Um, you know, and then you work backwards and you go, okay, well, in order to do that, what are the things that I need to focus on in the next 90 days, the next quarter, right? And they call them rocks. And for most people, they're gonna have three or four rocks per quarter. If you get really good, maybe you can have six or seven. I recommend, as you start this, maybe have one or two the first quarter, right? And then it's all about, well, what are the rocks that I need to put in place so that I can actually create the the beginning of that trajectory, right? So that I can ultimately start towards that 10-year goal. And that's where you get into, Joe, making sure that you spend enough time thinking about your business and being intentional enough working on it not in it so that you pick the right rocks right and you know i talk a lot as you know probably more you know more than 10 times what i should but about leading indicators versus lagging indicators right and i don't think you can hear this enough as a business owner most of us spend our life focusing on lagging indicators, the things that we want. I want a six pack of apps. I want a you know million dollar house. I want to live on the ocean. I want to make a million dollars a year. I want to have $10 million put away. I want to buy a boat. I want to lose 20 pounds. All of those things that I just said are lagging indicators, right? Those are I wants, those are dreams. Those are dreams that will never occur unless you figure out what the right leading indicators are and you do them over and over and over again. And we've all heard the old saying, it's about stacking habits, right? So what the EOS system allows you to do is every 90 days you reestablish your rocks. Now, sometimes they might be the same rocks for two quarters or three, or it could be for 40 quarters potentially, because those rocks are so important. But usually what happens, we know it takes a little time to create a habit, right? Some people will tell you it's 21 days. Some people will tell you it's 90 days. I'm not sure exactly how long it takes. Everyone's probably a little different, Quantum growth for financial advisor listeners. One ask of all of you, as you know, we do these simply to help all of you grow your businesses and grow your practices, become better leaders, better advisors, more valuable to your community. Share this with a friend, give us five stars, make a comment. Uh, We'd love to get more and more listeners. The world of abundance is out there, so don't be shy to share it with other financial advisors in the industry. Thank you as always. But I'll use an example. I always try to make things really simple when I describe this. If I want to lose 20 pounds, which, by the way, to the audience, I lost 33 pounds uh, since uh, I'm, I'm 80 days into it. Okay. So let me tell you what I did. Okay. To lose that weight. Okay. The 33 pounds, by the way, is a lagging indicator, okay? The only reason it happened was because I had a series of leading indicators. So for me, my leading indicators were I went on a program called Octavia, which my assistant uh, did, and she had success with it. So I said, that sounds great. Looks like it works. Let me give it a try. Now, the Octavia program is really simple, okay? Okay. And I can share with you what I track is whether or not I follow the system. So the first part of the system is you've got to drink 64 ounces of water a day. It's a leading indicator. That's a yes, no, right? Either yes, I did it or no, I did. Black and white, okay? So I track on my phone every day. Did I drink my 64 ounces of water? Yes or no. The second leading indicator is They provide, they call them fuelings, meals for you, like little meals and bars and shakes and uh, packages that you mix into things, et cetera. They're actually pretty good, by the way. Um, But you are supposed to eat five of those a day, spaced out two or three hours apart. So my second leading indicator isn't depriving myself of things, right? But the, the, the question that I track as a leading indicator is, did you eat your five fuelings today, yes or no. The third is you eat what's called a lean and green meal. So a lean and green meal, it's like six to eight ounces of a lean protein with a certain, you know, two cups of vegetables. And there's different vegetables. There's a whole list of things that you can, you know, can eat and can't eat and all that. So again, I ask myself the question, did I eat my lean and green meal today? Okay. And you can't eat anything other than that. You can have coffee and some low calorie beverages, they say, maybe you shouldn't, but I do anyway, Um, side note. Um, But at the end of the day, there are three leading indicators that I'm tracking, okay? I haven't added exercise yet. I do a little exercise, but not tracking it. I do it when I feel like, not tracking steps, all other leading indicators that I will track when I stop losing weight and I get stuck because I think I'll need to add some more things next quarter, right? To my rocks but i have three rocks that i am actually tracking joe and i just gave you those three rocks it's 64 ounces of water drink uh, sorry drink 64 ounces of water eat five uh fuelings on a daily basis two to three hours of court, and have one lean and green meal i do those three things i've now done it and joe can see me on video i'm looking at my phone i've done it for 79 days and i've lost 33 pounds okay so the only thing that i measured was the leading indicators and the only lag indicator right that has occurred is i weigh myself on a on a daily basis is what i'm doing but regardless and i actually track my weight loss and there are some days that i follow the system and i gain a pound and a half and it's frustrating And there's some days that I lose 0.2 and some days I lose 0.6. And you can't describe why because I eat the same thing and the body does what the body's going to do. But man, if I just said 78 days ago or whatever I just said days ago, I'm going to lose 33 pounds, period. The likelihood of me reaching the goal wouldn't be there. And all I'm focusing on is the behavior of those three leading indicators and the lagging indicators will take care of themselves. Now, when will I change my lagging indicators? I'm sorry, my lead indicators, when it stops working, right? So if it stops working and I go from losing 33 pounds to 32, then to 31, then to 30, or I'm stuck at 33 pounds for two or three weeks, then I might need to look at it and go, man, maybe I need to introduce exercise. So now what will I do? I'll have the three leading indicators I just mentioned, and maybe I'll start with a thirty-minute walk a day, and hopefully that works. And I'll I'll do the lead, and if the lead indicator doesn't, if it works, I'll keep doing it. When it stops working, guess what I'll do, Joe? Maybe I'll go to an hour a day, or maybe I'll go to a jog, or maybe I'll start to lift weights, right? Um, or maybe, you know, I'll I'll just you know realize that this is as good as it might get, right? Because I'm only willing to do this level of leading indicators to get the desired results. So I know that that was a lot to describe, but I hope for the listeners, take that to I wanna build CPA partnerships, take that to I wanna to convert to do more financial planning, take that to I wanna build a referral based business, take that to I wanna hire a financial advisor. And all you then have to do is the CPA piece, Joe, right? Um, it would be around, well, what are the leading indicators? that I need to follow to ultimately build CPA partnerships. So the first step might be, well, I need to get the information for every one of my clients CPAs, right? The second might be, I need to call two of them a week. The third might be, I need to meet with them, right? Um, And that will get the process going much more than building a business plan, that says I'd like to build three CPA partnerships this year that refer me $50 million of assets or $10 million of assets or three clients a piece or 10 clients a piece, so on, et cetera. So I digress here. I love, as you know, Joe, these things. Um, When I think about EOS and I think about the VTO, to me, it just screams to advisors out there, go read the darn book, right? go study it, go learn about it, go entrench yourself in it and start. Just start, you'll stink at it in the first quarter, you'll set the wrong rocks, hire a coach. Our firm is happy to help, Case scamp Cutting Consulting or uh, John Randall, who we do a lot of coaching with. Um, But man, if you start with those things, what you'll see is the vision will become clear and you'll actually have this system this entrepreneurial operating system that if you don't take discretion at the operating level, you'll actually not realize it, but man, you'll be making progress quarter after quarter after quarter. You'll be stacking habits. And when you look up in two, three years, you'll you'll be able to measure that difference. And man, when you look up in 10 years, that's how you 10x a company in 10 years.
0: Great. So, John, that was awesome, really. I think that really hit home for our listeners here to really break down kind of how the EOS system works in practice. Um, and you got to plan backwards, right? If you don't
1: really know where you're going,
0: um, how are you ever going to get there, right? And I think that really is based on all the leading indicators and activity that you need to do. So, great.
1: Thanks, Joe. Yeah. You know, the old uh, the old KISS principle, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Um, not I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, right? Um, but, you know, what I love about, you know, the whole, you know, EOS and the VTO, again, is it gives us that process, right? And, you know, if we, if, if we just follow it and tinker with it, it's, it's hard to get it all like leading indicators and lagging indicators and picking the right rocks and really being able to see 10 years out, which is almost impossible to really know where you're going to be in 10 years. But once you start doing it and you study it, it becomes e- addictive. And you start to just realize that, you know what, the way you achieve goals, any goals, weight loss, business goals, you name it, is you just put three rocks, four rocks, key KPIs, leading indicators in place, and you track the heck out of it. And you make sure you do those things. And if you do those things over and over and over again, eventually you're going to achieve your goal. And what happens is they become habit. And then you can add three more and then three more. And before you know it, if you think about it, if you had three habits a quarter, right? For yourself. And, and for most people, it's more than that. But just three habits a quarter, there's four quarters a year, that's 12 habits. Do that for 10 years. You, you, you changed 120 things, right? Now, what happens if you have three people working for you? It's 360. Now, what happens if you have 10 people working for you, right? It's It's 1,200. That's how change occurs, and you don't see it while it's coming. So if I may say so myself, Joe, I thought that was pretty darn good uh, episode. I hope our listeners enjoyed it. It was short. It was sweet, uh, and I hope it was to the point, and I hope it was super valuable. So to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. If you yourself or anyone you know could be a good, interesting guest for the show, please don't keep us a secret shoot us a note uh, and we'll see if we can get you or that special person on the show. So make it a great day. And thanks for listening to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the episode show notes and subscribe for updates by visiting cuttenconsultinggroupcom forward slash podcast. Make sure to subscribe and download the episodes on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you next week.